Hey, how's it going guys? I'm Ernesto Sanabria and I'll be your host for today here on Power of Four. Did a lot of studying, um, but mainly doing the same thing that I've been doing, focusing on my art and projects and commissions. And today I I have here with me a good friend of mine, uh, Joel. Joel. Hello, my name is Joel Oliveri. Uh, we all met at the same store, at the same job. That works. That sells wood. That sells wood. Wood. Very late night. Plants. Very late at night. It was like maybe overnight. I hated it. Yeah. You started overnight. Um, Oh, you started deliveries. I started delivering. Are we? Yes. We're talking about our our labels. I'm not gonna mention any. Yeah. I started. I started daytime and nighttime. So I was like willing to work any any shift until I I got hired. Cause when I got hired was uh, only for seasonal. Mm. All right. I was so too. Then, then I was hired for part timer, uh, overnight, climbing the ladders. Um, well, kind of that seven to three a.m. And he's like, "Yeah, this is a new associate. You're gonna train him up, teach him how to do stuff." Okay. And then they walk away, and I'm just showing him the stuff. I like he said, I'm just unamused because oh it, to me is just ask, simple. I'm, I'm, at, I'm, I'm asking questions, you know, work related. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, "Sure." I'm like, is that a yes or no? I mean, that's not even the, the answer that I'm looking for. You know, how can I, how can I say all the same? He's like, mm, yeah, sure, whatever. Let's go. Moving on. I'm like, okay. I was out of my head. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I, I was about to say that. The, that was the first time. I, I remember that one time that we had pizza and we were like, I love you guys. Best friends. That's exactly how it sounds. It was a, it was that's a lunch exactly period. Um, and I was I, stuffing my face. Yeah, and that, that's how I remember. It. I remember behind your van. Oh yes, behind my van. Sounds like some. Why like, does it sound like a creepy? Some hooligans. <laughs> some hooligans. Well, guys, inside. this is how it all started. And uh, back in the day, <laughs> Mark's van. <laughs> we're all eating pizza. Wink, wink. So, Joel. Um, so I, I noticed that you're interested in, in art, visual arts. Uh, dude, you know, uh, I don't think we ever got, got to like actually talk about it, but, uh, what, what, you know, what kind of like this, what kind of urge or like what drove you to be a visual artist? So I'll start when I was a little kid, just doing stick figures, easiest thing in my life to do, still do it to this day. And I went up to doing like pizza figures, pizza head, pizza bodies, and it kind of went uphill when it went into university, where I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do in life, and I decided to just pick something that I believed I was good at, and I was like, okay, I'm good at drawing, the next step would be to give life to my art. Okay. 
So in Puerto Rico, I went into being a graphic graphic design associates. And it was sort of in the right direction because they didn't have 2D art and 3D art within my budget. So graphic design was doing logos, flyers, anything close to that. Did the associates and then parents decided to move to uh, Florida for reasons I didn't understand at the moment. Okay. Coming here to Florida, I decided to do a bachelor's in media art and animation, which was 2D art, 3D art, a little bit of graphic design. So you so you went to above. like different, um, you know, different teachers, you know, different schools to like learn about uh, art and become a, an artist. Uh, what was that first initial, you know, desire or like the thought of, you know, thinking this is what I want to do, you know, I want to devote myself to become an artist, um, or is this something that, you know, brings a certain passion that no other thing, <laughs> no other thing brings out? It was more like I just wanted to develop it and make it a stronger skill okay because at the moment i still didn't know if i wanted to be my main career okay so uh so so it's not something like you uh you want to do um kind of like set set and done for like a career wise right but you're really devoted into this right at the moment not yet because i haven't i haven't put the foundation for it to be a career I know for for sure, like if if you have that uh, student mentality, it still like kind of is, you know, like being in in school, mm-hmm. um, you know, even if you're not in school, that student mentality of always pursuing um, something and having that grow uh, growth mentality, you can always you know keep evolving, you know. And it sounds like you're you're on the right track. Do you like traditional art or do you like digital art? Because I've seen a lot of your work, and your work seems to uh, fall in the digital uh, medium, uh, since you also mentioned that you wanted to be a graphic designer. I fell more into the digital art after I finished my associates. More because since I went into it so much, my my paper skills yeah. fell flat. <laughs> like my hand is very unsteady. Yeah. So now my paper skills, I just use it to like sketch out the ideas and get mm-hmm. the foundation set. And then I just go into Illustrator and Photoshop and get it rough rough down and so done. it sounds like you have a preferred uh medium and that will be digital right yeah, sure. okay uh me myself as an artist i honestly uh either or they have their pros and cons but yeah i get it like uh digital is a lot easier that you can just uh, erase manipulate uh it's like i don't know less messier for sure easier to control oh my god <laughs> a lot easier to control illustrator because i pretty much got it for free illustrator Oh man, I, I struggled with Illustrator in the beginning, but sounds like you got it, uh, got it down right. Yeah, that was pretty much two years in the beginning, and then it was like on and off between Illustrator and Photoshop. Still got gotcha. to this day. Gotcha. And what other things do you can you mention? Um, being as a graphic designer, you mentioned that you do brochures, uh, logo designs. Uh, what else? Uh, logos, brochures, flyers. Um, 
sometimes dabble on my own time to do like a little bit of character design. Based on whatever, so the way that I approach uh, a new design is based on whatever references or ideas my customer has provided me with, uh, my job is to like take those and how can I manipulate them to my own design? How can I bring out the best version based off of you know those references? Uh, and I like to do like a three to four uh, sketch deal uh, so I can kind of like, you know, sketch out different ideas and and after that we kind of like pick from, you know, either one design or from one design we can pick, uh, you know, different traits from other designs. Uh, so that's how I approach mine. Uh, Joel, and you're, I don't know if you're new or how long have you been doing this, but I would like to know how do you approach, because it might be different from mine and obviously I'm looking for uh, room to grow as well but tell me how you do or like how do you approach a new project with a client as far as you i'm pretty sure i have only done a few clients one of them being my father for his company okay but the first thing i think about because i already made the error of that is i gotta talk about prices and making sure i know what they want from oh. the design Yes, budgeting and pricing with the customer. Uh, so I know that when you have to approach, you know, this certain topic uh, of the project, how do you how do you budget or price, you know, uh, your design uh, for your? Uh, well, how do you price your services? Depending on what design I'm doing, and since this is not my main source of income, okay. I don't have it at a high price. I have it between the hundreds and the two hundreds. Okay. So if I'm doing now, a monogram, which is just a letter logo, okay. I have that around 150, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I, I understand for like graphic design, you have what you just mentioned, which is just lettering or uh, the design of a logo or both, you know, logo and uh, lettering. Now, when it comes to pricing, do you have a flat fee or is this always, you know, range different with uh, every project? At the moment, it's been a range of difference, okay. but it's closely to the different variations of logos that I have of the fees. Okay. So and it then sounds... I show that to the, to the customers and based on what they want, we arrange the prices. Okay. So it sounds like you, you have kind of like an idea of where to start with your pricing uh, for your services and based off you know, whatever you have from your client, that's how you can kind of nail it down uh, to a more specific price. Am I correct? Yes, sir. All right, cool. Um, yeah, because I know like sometimes like uh, when I get to my, when I talk to my clients, uh, that is kind of like a touchy subject, especially if they're asking more. Uh, I try to provide a little bit more services for that and make it reasonable for the price that they, uh, they're paying, um, you know, because I want to give them more for their price. Um, and as a graphic designer, you got to tell me, man, you got to tell me about your tools. Cause I know I carry a laptop, carry a Mac with a Wacom tablet. Uh, what is your choices for tools? Uh, I also use a laptop. I tried using a tablet back when I was in university, but due to my unsteady hands, the designs are just coming very jagged edges oh. and unsteady lines. So I stick to man. my mouse and keyboard. I understand, but man, you know that did they have um, a stylus uh, preference where you can have your strokes a little bit more smoother and less steadier. So like it can just mimic um, kind of like, 
if you do a stroke instead of being all wiggly, it can ha actually provide you a smooth um, lines. But man, yeah, I understand that. Uh, at first, when I started with uh, the tablet and the laptop, it was kind of like difficult because it's not like in paper, which is just a flat surface. I'm looking at it. Instead, I'm drawing and looking at the screen. So I don't know if that ever happened to you, but like I feel kind of like, oh, wow, this is so like a whole new world to me. You know, it's kind of like looking somewhere else while <laughs> while working. It's threw me off, but I kind of got used to it. Um, and tell me about how, how do you approach a new tool? Is it the same thing as any other tool or do I have to get something precise to whatever I'm doing? Um, it's a new discovery, a new skill to learn whenever I see a new tool. Okay. Especially in Illustrator because they constantly update in Adobe files. Okay. And what kind of tools or, you know, uh, equipment would you recommend? Um, for Adobe, if you're most of the time with Illustrator, you're mostly using vectors. Okay. So that's why I mostly don't use um, a stylus with a with a tablet because you're not mostly you're not using a stroke as much. It's okay. just points and points, and they connect the lines for you. But they do have the option to use the the brushes. Okay. I just personally use the vector most, and then with Photoshop, it's mostly editing pictures. Okay. And then erasing the backgrounds and combining them together. The ones that I haven't experimented most with are the video editing apps, which I did a little bit back in the university, but after that, I haven't touched them again. Gotcha. So that will be a new experience. Our next artist shout out currently hails from Queens, New York. We Are Human is a podcast hosted by Office Hours drummer Elijah Da Costa, empowering the growth of individuals of different generations from far and wide. Join him on his journey from moving to the Big Apple and supporting growth in human beings. You can listen to the stories whenever you hear your podcast, We Are Human, presented by Elijah Da Costa. No, so, so okay, so you're, you're basically like the salesman. You got mm -hmm. and you, a salesman slash doctor, okay? You're selling your services and you're a doctor. You, you're gonna provide uh, the medicine for them and it's your product as your drawing you know you you're the one who knows how to do this you're the artist you got to take control um, so I'll come in at a certain point where okay you provided enough information that's it I'm the artist now like I am I'm the one who's working on this part you know it's not like they control every stroke you know it's, I don't know, a lot, a lot of people have the idea that they can manipulate the whole design, and if that's the case, no. I'm getting extra. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also getting higher for my creativity. Mm -hmm. when I, whenever I talk to a new customer, and I'm telling, I'm saying from a new customer, it's always the same thing, uh, you want to build a, uh, a relationship. You want to build a relationship, whether it's talking about family, occupation, their motivation, uh, recreation. Um, you build that, you build that relationship so it doesn't feel, you know, like a sale or a job. It feels like you doing a favor for somebody. You know, uh, obviously it's a service. You know, obviously it's work, but I'm just trying to light up the mood. Uh, but 
one of the things that I'll come across is um, either the price or uh, the, uh, the design. So I'll tell them off the bat that I will provide three to four sketches. And then from there, we'll try to narrow it down. Uh, from from there, if there's any more uh, sketches that they uh, that they want, you know, obviously that's an extra charge, but they gotta understand that's part of the service, you know. Um, obviously, I'm not trying to, you know, um, take advantage of them, you know, because like this also will cost you time, you know, time is a currency that I'm not gonna get back. So I want to have the the impression that I got it the first time. You know, my my creativity with the first uh, sketches that I provided was really good, you know, and all the way to the final design. Get them what they want efficiently. Yeah, but, it, you know, it, when it comes to the price, you know, negotiating and, you know, compromising, because, um, you know, it's not about me versus them. It's about me and them versus the problem. How can we both, you know, because we want, we both want something out of this. You want to design, and I got the creativity and you know the knowledge to do everything, and you got money, <laughs> and that's what I want. Simple. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's uh, uh, I don't get to come uh, across a lot of issues, but those are just a few to mention. My issues so far have been the same, and I think it's because of that issue. I don't, I don't build the relationship with the clients. Yeah, most of my clients have been, um, talk to me through a third party. Right. So I'm not talking to them directly. They're talking to the third party, and the third party is talking to me. Okay. So what I would suggest is because you can have a lot of miscommunication with that, um, and you know, at the end of the day, that that client will not be loyal or you know will follow through the whole service with you. Because like you say, you're a third party, you're, you're somebody connected, you know, somebody, somebody, somebody's, no, yeah, no. So what you wanna do is whenever you get referred, have that person to contact you directly. So you can have a one-on-one -on -one because it's not, you, you don't need a middleman, mm -hmm. all right? So you need to take, a, uh, you need to take control of the conversation and, you know, the sale. Every client's a sale, you know, it's a service, uh, but you definitely want to be in control of that and Yeah, you know and building a relationship is uh, it's really easy. It's uh Like I said this you you can talk about anything make it seem like it's a long best friend You know, I haven't seen you in so long, you know, like how are the kids? Wow, that's really great, you know because um, I'm also trying to make uh, you know a good experience because I'm also the product you know I, I'm the artist you're dealing with me you know I the last thing I want my client to deal with is you know I'm a nauseous you know uh, artist or you know my customer service is terrible you know uh, so yeah there's a lot of things that come across with this type of job or any other job that you're your own boss you have to provide great customer service and that's providing you know uh, not provide, but creating uh, a personal relationship with your clients, you know? And that's how you get referrals, and that's how you have you them keep coming back. And, that, and that's how you build your clientele. Yeah, sure. So one thing we all obviously enjoy very much is we play video games a lot. Uh, Ernesto, big fighting genre guy. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters. Well, Fighters. Final Fantasy, right? Am I right about that? 
I like Final Change Fantasy. Change that for Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Please. Can't believe I got that wrong. I and we talked about it forever. Correct yourself. Um, yeah, Dragon, man. Dragon Ball. It's big. Now, how many that, Dragon Ball games have you played? <laughs> I have played every single Dragon Ball game that ever All came All of them? <laughs> Since PlayStation 2. Wow. So, but I, I played the PlayStation 1. But okay. PlayStation 2, I still have my PlayStation, PlayStation 2 and 3 and 4, and I have every Dragon Ball game. Here's my question. I get I just love Dragon Ball. I think, I think my first one was Budokai. Budokai? The Budokai oh. Tenkaichi. I have both of them. They have Infinite World. Then I have Battle of the Gods, oh Ultimate Tekichi. My, <laughs> my question is this: I, I enjoyed them, and I understand there's a lot of action, especially in anime. It's my happy games. place. But why <laughs> are they always fighting games? Like they're never like. Because it's a fighting game. anime. No, but like, <laughs> but I mean, it, most most. No, most. they have RPGs games for. Uh, for Dragon Ball. For Dragon Ball, yeah. You ever played uh, Dragon Ball: Super Legacy of Goku? No. Um, it's basically an RPG game. For what? For the PS2 or something? No, for a Game Boy. Of course. Game Boy. That's why it's lost in history. No, it's not. I still play that if I find it. Game Boy, man. Game Boy Advance. Brought to you by Nintendo. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say EA. Have you played all the Kingdom Hearts games? Yeah. I've been playing the Spider-Man game. The new one? Uh... The Miles Morales one? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's really good, right? I finished the story and I deleted it. <laughs> so good. I mean, I didn't want to finish I, the side stories. I just started playing really? it. Really? You didn't care for I started playing it like two I days ago. Cared. I only so cared good, for right? one. Oh and God, that was it's... collecting the postcards. Mm. I, I, I love this, the similar things and like the new things that they brought for this game. Like the freestyling of Miles Morales like he swinging yeah. when he falls. You know, it, it, it resembles a lot to the movie you know, Into the Spider-Verse. You know how he like free falls and he's diving. You see a lot of that, and I love it. That game is great. Yeah, that game is. Great. Recommend I love it. how they how I, they incorporated his uncle. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's a different relationship uh, than in the movie. Yes. In the movie, they kind of like found out, but in this one, they know each other. And I'm like, keep that mask on. I'm the prowler. Don't get caught. Blah, he blah, helps blah. him out and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, I, I'm excited for that story. I still haven't played the whole game. I just started. I, fin- I finished I'm like, Morales. I'm like a 9% of the game, okay? The I started like two nights ago. All right. The That's ending is pretty up. gnarly. Don't say it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm don't just saying it. the ending is pretty gnarly. What well, I messed up is I, I finished, thought it was great. I finished Mom Morales before I finished the first one. Before How? What? How? what? Because How? I bought the first one late. And then Miles Morales came out. I'm like, you have no I standards. bought it. <laughs> <laughs> this man. I was like at 70 percent of the story. This man played the sequel before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Well, I mean, right. they're both good. They're both really good. Um, and now that their one's coming. I'm out. excited for uh, God of War, uh, Ragnarok. Ah yes. I mean, I'm really Did excited. Did you know for that. that they pushed it back only because the main actor for that, who plays Kratos, he just said because he got sick, so they just had to push it back. So it would have oh, been really? 2021, but they had to push it back. Oh my god, I don't think I ever got to explain yeah. or explain it, but I would say that Dragon Ball is the first anime that that I watched when I was uh, when I was a kid. That and Pokemon, but I'm not that attached to Pokemon. It's uh, Dragon Ball taught me to to take challenges uh, head on. And I've always been that kind of guy, so I kind of like I can relate 
with with them. Obviously not powering up or anything like that. Like, yeah, I just want that. No, nothing like that. So <laughs> loud. But um, <laughs> but um, I I love I love drawing Dragon Ball, Goku, Vegeta, and all those. Vegeta, Gold, by the way. Um, and that's what got me into drawing. That's what got me into anime. Dragon Ball plays a big role in my life. And I will never leave it. I love that. Dragon um, Ball Super Love. I don't except do. the movie. The movie. It gave me cancer. <laughs> Which out of all of them? Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Just disgusting. Like two Oh yeah, I know there's more the director. Wait. <laughs> Disgust me. Wait, there's hold on, there's so there's Dragon Ball. Then there's Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Kai. Uh, Kai but that's like the what, what, when when does it really stop for you? Like where What do you mean? Like have you watched all of them? Of Absolutely. Course. All of them. You even mean that I kinda gave up on it? I still real, watch it. I'm sorry, if you're a real Dragon Ball fan, you will watch Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball C, Kai, GT, Super superheroes, whatever is, whatever's involved with Dragon Ball, you will watch it. Because you're a fan. <laughs> you're make me cry. Dragons. It's about the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a big Dragon Ball fan too? I don't know. Um, I was at first, but after a while, kind of like the, the repetitiveness of constantly powering up then losing and then making you power up again and then oh, yeah it's a, there's a the, lot of rinse and repeat is and the same bad guys coming back and them having a power up and I, I, I lost it i just i just <laughs> lost the yeah but like every other anime does the same thing yeah, you know what, through what, hatred yeah. or through anger is, uh, i power your, up I honestly cannot say i i don't have a favorite anime what are you currently i just about? have the animes that I don't have a problem of repeating to watch. Which ones like, are, you, are ones right now? I would watch Sword Art Online as many times Sword as I want. Sword Online? Sword Art Online. Zo Sword. Sword Art Online. Sword. Get it together. Mark. Sword. Get it together. <laughs> I'm Espada. Sorry, guys. I'm trying. I'm sorry. Sword Art Online. Never or heard you of could that. just say. Um. Plan ahead, save up money. Find the job that's right for you very early. So you can have a better life in the future. And listen to the good advice and be sure to distinguish the good from the bad. This is Joel Oliveri, and this has been Power 4. And now presenting Couch. Weekends playing a risky game, fools. Knowing the pen is to their name. Beats, I watch from the sidelines.